Welcome everyone, Bez Hashem, continue Shah Shuva Shah Gimel, Ois Ayin Bez, Shia number 217. We discussed, we started yesterday, this mitzvah of an Isser, I should say, when a person is refraining from action. This is the category Abinyan is focusing on, focusing on. And he's discussing here the mitzvah of Teichacha. Teichacha means to give rebuke. That's to give rebuke. And we said that the Pasuk, a complete part of the Pasuk we have to see over here, you have to definitely, you shall surely, as they translate, give to However, look at the next part of the Pasuk. But don't bring a chet upon yourself. So which means like this. You don't have all the mitzvahs that say, don't, don't do something. Or rather, do something. But don't do something wrong when you do the something. Right? We don't have mitzvahs like that. Here we have a specific, in the mitzvah of Teichacha, we are told, be careful. There's a warning. You have to give rebuke. But don't bring a chayt upon yourself because HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows our nature. And Hashem says, I created you. I know you better than you know, you, you know yourself. And you're going to want to give this person taichacha because you see something going on which is wrong. Excuse me for the example which I know is not applicable. You see somebody talking during davening. Right? Of course it's not Nagea. Now, if you are a person that can say something to this individual, which is another topic we're going to be focusing on here. I have a friend of mine I remember many years ago he was a person who could give teichacha to anyone. He would put on the biggest smile of his... I'm telling you, the sun was beaming from his smile. And then he would put his finger on his mouth. Can't, can't talk now. Can't talk now. All right. But the biggest smile... I wanted to make sure you heard the recording when I whispered. The biggest smile, as opposed to when I see somebody doing something like that, I start boiling inside. How can I smile at the person? That's why Hashem says, look at the Pasuk. Don't do it for your own boiling. Put that smile on your face. When you smile, when you say something with a smile, it changes the whole picture. So we have over here as follows. Number one, we have a responsibility of giving toichach. And the Chazanish says, we don't really know how to do this today. We don't know how to do this study properly. It's not an easy mitzvah to fulfill. Because if you don't give toichach, which is something else we're going to be focusing on, and we could have given toichach, we are going to be held responsible. And that's what the Ben Yerne brings afterwards. He brings from Achan. The famous mice with Achan who stole from the spoils after Yeshua conquered and Kaisal conquered the city of Yericho, there was a, a rule came out, a halacha came out. You cannot take, you cannot take from the victory spoils. Achan went ahead and he stole from the spoils. And the Gemara over there in Sanhedrin, it continues to elaborate how Achan was such mamisha rasha. Gemara says he violated chamisha chum he can't get worse than that. I mean, that's from Bracious to the Zoysa Brach and everything in between. 
That's the Gemara tells us. And the Gemara lists specific things of all of these Averis that he did. And then it says, the Gemara continues to tell us, we all know the Psukim in Yeshua, Sefi Yeshua, what happened afterwards. They went to fight the next battle with, with Ai, and they lost, and people died. It could be it was maybe one person, his value was like many people. But there was death, and we lost the war. And the Mepharshim explained, if you take a look, what happened over there was that there were those who could have rebuked Ochan because they knew about it. That's one, that's one of the explanations over here. They knew about it. But they didn't. And that's a problem because a person who has the ability to give Teichacha and he says, I'm not going to get involved. That's not my place. You know, I want to share with you a, a quick quick Marisa. Sometimes we show love in the wrong place. I, I'll give you, I'll give you what I, I'll explain what I mean. Sometimes we show love to our wives in the wrong place and to our children in the wrong place. Sometimes a husband wants to give his wife a break from watching the children, so he'll bring the children to shul. He'll bring the little child to shul. That's, that's, that's incorrect. You want to give your wife a break, and if you know your wife can't watch it, you stay home from shul. Stay home from shul, and don't bring that little toddler with a diaper to shul, so everyone else is now has to... So I remember many years ago, there was this little kid, Ramam is in the whole davening. And someone says to me, you know, I want to give that kid a slap in his face. So I'm thinking to myself, and I said to him, so it's not the kid's fault. It's the father's fault. So he says to me, I was talking about the father. What? To me, he's a kid. <laughs> I was talking about the father. How do you bring a little kid like this to shul? He ruins everybody's davening. Because you want to give your wife a break? Give your wife a break. from, from Let her sleep. Tell her, I'll watch the children. And if she needs to stay home and she can't manage, so you watch the children. But you, you're going to sacrifice everyone. Carbonus, Tvilas Carbonus. So you're sacrificing everyone's davening. Why? Because you're at Sadiq to give your wife a break. And that's what this man is telling me. Yeah, he wants to slap the kid in the face. Mean the father. And this little kid's running up and down, screaming the whole entire davening. No one can daven you, so you leave a whole shul, and your davening was a korban, a sacrifice. That's what it was. It was sacrificed. Little children do not belong in shul. Open the Mishnah, look in the Shulchan Aruch. There's no permissibility. A little child, a baby, you know, sometimes you bring the baby into shul with with the with that, what's it called, that thing that you put on. Some type of carrier. You know, the, the husband can feel like it's what it's like to be pregnant for nine months. It's snuggly. So you bring your baby like this to shul, you can't dive in wearing that snuggly. And if, once again, if your wife needs some help, so you help her in the house. You can't bring your baby to shul that disturbs everyone else's davening. Besides the fact that, you know, I once saw, it was like show and tell. They pass the cute baby around. The baby is so deliciously cute. And they, well, I saw from one bench to another, this is diving to Hashem. This is playing kuchi kuchi ku with the baby. Mm-hmm.